Hello, and welcome to Heaven's Point of View with BJ. We pray that you are blessed by today's program. And now, here's BJ. Let's open up in prayer. Dear Lord, I thank you this morning for your word, and I thank you for your encouragement. And I ask that you would help me to be able to um, impart your word to your people today, to my friends out there, that they too can be encouraged by what you have to say in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I had, I was dealing with some, just, you know, the devil, if he can't find one door, he's going to find another door to torment you or to discourage you or to pull you away from what he wants you to do. And, um, (laughs) and I came across this uh, quote, by um, Christine Kane. And um, I really like Christine Kane because of the work she does. Um, I really identify with it. And, you know, I know her heart is with the women who have been, you know, in trafficking and have been abused. And so our hearts kind of line up, but um, I saw her post come up and it, you know, Lord sometimes will send you an on-time word. <laughs> and this was my on-time word. And I wanted to share it with you guys. It says, when you make a decision to focus forward and move on, expect to move on, excuse me, expect to meet resistance. The enemy does not want you to step into the promises of God for your life or to fulfill your purpose. So he will do whatever it takes to discourage distract, delay, disappoint, or destroy you. You will have a fight to control your thoughts, guard your heart, and strengthen your soul. It is often easier to give up than to keep believing, hoping, and expecting for your breakthrough to happen. This is called a fight of faith because that's exactly what it is. The enemy plays dirty. That's why you feel like throwing in the towel. It's hard. It's messy. It's exhausting. It's discouraging. But I'm here to remind you that greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. The enemy is a defeated foe. Fix your eyes on Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of your faith. I was reminded of Matthew and the uh, fourth chapter where Jesus, right as he was getting ready to go out into ministry, how the devil was right there. (laughs) He was right there to try to pull Jesus away from what God had called him to do. Now, Jesus, you know, he was a human being just as much as he was God. And so he experienced the things that we've experienced so that he could identify with what we go through. And he, for 40 days, dealt with the weakness and the the, um, struggle of, you know, fasting and, and, and then the torment of the mind, you know, when you're having all these other problems, you know, the enemy comes against your mind. And so I want to read from Matthew, the fourth chapter, Jesus shows us how to def- 
defeat that mental um, uh, warfare that the devil brings against us. And Matthew, the fourth chapter, just so that you guys remember, and I didn't put the um, whole thing up on the screen. I'm just going to put the reference up so that you can go back and look at it. It says, then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Then the tempter approached him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. First thing he tried to do was put a question in his heart. Did God really say? Did God really do? You know, if you really are. <laughs> and, you know, the devil may be coming at you like, are you really a Christian? Are you really as far along as you think? You know, all these different things. Is the Bible really true? Is that what that scripture really means? You know, the devil will come at you with whatever he can to try to pull you away. And he says, um, Jesus answered, it is written that man must not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That means we need the word of God to strengthen us when the enemy comes against us that way. Not only to read it, but we have to have it here and we have to have it here so that when the enemy comes and you can't pull your phone out or you can't pull your Bible out, look for a scripture, that scripture wells up within you and God is able to say, greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. God can bring those scriptures back to you. So the devil then took him by the holy to the holy city had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. He will give his angels orders concerning you and he will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. And then Jesus said, it is also written, do not test the Lord your God. See, the devil knows scripture too. <laughs> he knows scripture too. And he will try to come at you in any way he can to discourage you, to destroy you, anything to distract you, to pull you away. He might have you on a rabbit trail of something that's not what God wants you going after. It may not be a bad thing, but he'll take a little scripture that that might challenge the your thoughts and have you off on that. And the next thing you know, you're not reading your word. You're still contemplating this, this thing. Well, is that what God meant about that? You know, And then you've lost everything God was trying to give you. So the devil knows the word too. Jesus told him, it is also written, do not test the Lord your God. And again, the devil was not going to give up so easy. And he does not give up very easily with us. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, I will give you all these things if you will fall down and worship me. And Jesus told him, go away, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And then the devil left him and the angels began to serve him. Relief will come. You know, the devil will come and he will bombard you with 
all the questions. And then he may just try to dangle a carrot in front of your face. Well, if you give up on all this stuff and just do this, then you'll have everything you ever wanted anyway. And so why don't you take the easier route? Because this would work better. You know, that whatever it is that the devil can use to come against you, he will do it. So we have to know that Christ knows what we're going through, that he has experienced that mental anguish. We we see again in the Garden of Gethsemane, you know, when he was facing death on the cross and he knew all the things that he was going to have to face, the extreme pain, um, being separated. And I believe this was the number one thing, being separated from his father for those moments that he was separated. You know, just being separated from God for just a a moment is too long. And Jesus was in anguish in the garden because of that. But he overcame that that anxiety and that that anguish in that moment. He overcame that for us and showed us that with him and with his power <laughs> and what he did, because we don't have the strength to do these things. We absolutely don't have the strength, but with the Holy Spirit and what, what Christ did on the cross for us, now we have that ability when we tap into that, when we use that which God has given us, we'll have the strength to be able to stand up and stand on his word and know that he has got this for us. We have in um, 1 Peter 5, 8, says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion. He's just like a roaring lion walking around seeking whom he may devour. The devil is trying to devour you. He's looking, trying to find somebody. Who can I tear up now? <laughs> so the word says that we have to be sober, meaning clear-minded aware of our surroundings, aware of what's going on. See, the devil is not <laughs> dumb. He is very sneaky and very able to come in with little things. It might be something somebody said that, you know, your spirit begins to go down a little bit and you start dwelling on that. And then other things begin to happen that he has planted <laughs> to come your way to verify that one thing that somebody said. And the next thing you know, you start dwelling on that and, and you get smaller and smaller. And, and before you know it, you are in a fight for your mind. But if we're, if we're sober minded, meaning if we are in God's word and we are knowing, I mean, regardless, I mean, we could be in the word every single day, the devil's still going to attack us but we'll be able to recognize it quickly rather than letting time go on and wasting weeks and months and years. We could nip it in the bud, <laughs> as uh, Barney used to say on, on Andy Griffith. We can nip it in the bud. We can get it before it has a chance to get a stronghold on us. You know, I was going through something similar to this um, over the last few days, just, just you know, just tired when you're tired and you know I've been dieting a little bit so of course I'm a little more hungry and I'm wanting more sugar and I can't have it <laughs> so I'm a little more moody and the devil just started you know just little things that I know better and 
I didn't even realize I was playing into the hand of the enemy by going, yeah, man, I need to, I need to do better with this. You know, I'm like, man, maybe if I just try harder, if I do this, you know, I can, I can improve that part of my voice or I can improve this or I can improve that. And it's like, you know, the devil had me off on a, a rabbit trail for about a day. And I found myself getting discouraged over just the simplest little things. You know, it's like, I don't have enough time to do this. And I wish I could get this done. And and I'm overwhelmed by all the things I've got to do and the places I need to be. And, and I was allowing the enemy to take something that's part of everyday life and make it a problem when it's just a part of everyday life. And when I realized it, and I thank God that the Lord was able to show it to me quickly. I was able to say, oh, wait a minute. This is just the devil. This is just the devil trying to pull me away from a place that God is trying to take me to. Nobody said it was going to be easy. God didn't say that the Christian walk was going to be easy, that ministry was going to be easy, that you know, being a grandmother was going to be easy, being a mother is going to be easy, whatever. God didn't say it was going to be easy. Because anything that God has called you to, it's going to be hard and it's going to be worth the work, (laughs) worth the effort and worth the struggle. And so the enemy will come in, as the Bible says, the enemy may come in like a flood, but the Lord will lift up a standard against him. So I want to remind you, just keep standing strong in the Lord because he is coming through for you. Colossians 10, 13 says, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Jesus made a show of the devil when he went down (laughs) and he took the keys from the enemy and he conquered death and he conquered hell. And then he took those keys and he set at liberty those that were captive. And he went on to the right, the throne of the father. He made a show of the enemy. He made him embarrassed. (laughs) He embarrassed the devil in front of all the demons because the devil thought I've got him now. And no, Jesus did not go down defeated. He went down victorious. He went down in there as a victor and he won that victory for us. He took those keys out of the devil's hands and said, look here, buddy. (laughs) And he did it for us. And so we can know that anything that God does in our life, he's going to make a show of the enemy. So whatever you're facing, just start praising God. Say, ah, he's going to spoil those principalities. He's going to tear them down. He's going to make a show of them in front of everybody. And God's going to get the glory. God is going to triumph over all of it in Jesus name. Amen. And then this last scripture I wanted to share first Corinthians 10 13 says, there is no temptation taking you, but such is common to man, but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be t- tempted above that, which you are able. And there's more to that scripture, but that's where I wanted to stop. There is no temptation that is, you know, unusual. You know, you, you don't have something that's new. You know, you might be facing depression. That's not something new. Others have gone through it 
and come out the other side victorious because they leaned on Jesus Christ. You may be discouraged because something didn't happen or something did happen, or you got a bad report from the enemy or that loved one that you were praying for passed away or the one that you love it just got bad news. You know, whatever it is, God can get you through that situation. He never said he was going to keep us from all of that pain, but he did say he would help us get through all of that. And so don't let the enemy come in and distract you with just crazy stuff, <laughs> just stuff that doesn't even matter and keep you from doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. Don't let him discourage you and make you think you're less than what you are in Christ, <laughs> in Christ. Don't let him, you know, make you feel like the word of God isn't real or right or true. Don't let him make you question your salvation. You know, I, I meet people all the time where they'll get saved and then the devil's right there to accuse them. Oh, well, you know, you're not ever going to really be that person. You know that you, you've tried these things before and, and you fail every time. You know, the devil's right there to tell you that. But know that when God saves you, he doesn't save you a little bit. <laughs> He saves you. So don't allow the enemy to come in and to have a place in your heart or in your mind. Use the word of God. Come back at him just as Jesus showed us. Jesus pulled the word out and he didn't use his own words. He used the word of God and he said what his God, his father had said. And he pulled it right back out at the devil and the devil had nothing to fight with. Nothing. He had to come up with a new tactic, a new way to come around another door, another window, another crack. He was going to find a way in. And so we need to remember to make sure that we are sober, that we are vigilant, that we are paying attention to what the enemy is doing. Because man, we can waste some time. We can waste some days. We can waste some years of our life not being aware of the tactics of the devil. So whatever it takes, um, I have a habit of writing on my mirror because I look in the mirror all the time. <laughs> so when I'm brushing my teeth, I have stuff that I've written in lipstick or lipstick pencil <laughs> on my mirror. I know my husband's probably wondering like, why does she have all this stuff written on the mirror like this? It's it helps me to remember uh, for, I think it was a whole year. I had one particular scripture written on my dressing room mirror. And um, I, you know, I've, I've moved past that particular scripture. And so the Lord will give me different things that will encourage me and to remind me to keep my mind stayed on him and he will do it. Amen. I uh, started singing this song. I was just, I was just done. It was just overwhelming. I was dealing with, you know, people and, and some other stuff that was, I was going through. I come home and my grandson got a nail in his toe and my granddaughter got sick. And it was just like, I just need to go to bed. What is that commercial? Kelgon, take me away. I, it was a Kelgon, take me away kind of moment. And, um, and I sat down on the bed 
And, you know, this, this has been, what, like three days of constantly, you know, the Lord giving me this scripture and this scripture to, to get me through because a war doesn't end instantly, right? If you're, if you're in a battle, you have to fight and you have to keep going, right? And so every day that uh, until it led up, which it did, thank God, I praise the Lord that it led up. But he gave me scriptures one day. He gave me this this uh, message on another day. And then yesterday, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to bed. (laughs) I'm just going to go to bed. I sat down on my bed and the Lord said, why should I feel discouraged? And why should the shadows come? And why should my heart feel lonely and long for heaven, my home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. Oh, his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches over me. Oh, his eye is on the sparrow, and I know that he watches over me. Let not your heart be troubled. These tender words I hear and resting on his goodness, I lose all my doubts and all my fears. Cause Jesus is my portion, a constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow. And I know he watches over me. Yes, his eye is on the sparrow. And I know that he watches over you and me. Lord, I thank you this morning. 
I thank you that you watch over us, that you are taking care of us, and that you send us a word in due season, whether it's a scripture, whether it's an encouraging word from a friend or just something we come across on the internet, whether it's a song, whatever it is, Lord, you are there. And if we have our ears open and we are tuned into you, we can hear that word that is going to help us stand against the walls of the enemy because he might be coming like a roaring lion. But you said the greater is he that is within us than he that is in the world. And Lord, I know that you are strengthening those that are listening today. I know that you are encouraging them today. And I know that you are lifting them up and strengthening them. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for what Jesus did. I thank you that he came here on this planet for us. <laughs> that he suffered the things that he had to suffer for us. I thank you that he shed his blood for every single thing that we have gone through. Just as Brother Dale preached Sunday night, we don't have to go through all that, that you, you, you <laughs> took care of everything on the cross. Everything you died for that too. <laughs> not just our sins, but everything else as well. You died for that too. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for it. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen. I'm going to um, say one more prayer. And I know that uh, many of you are going through um, things in your body. You have loved ones that are sick today. Um, some of you are struggling financially, and some of you are in a real battle for your mind. And the enemy has really bombarded you, um, whether it's from a spouse, a child, um, a, somebody at work, something the doctor said, something the bank said, you know, whatever it is. I know that the enemy comes in whatever way he can. And so I want to pray specifically for those things right now. And if I mentioned your situation, I want you to put your hands up right now. And as I pray, thank God for the answer. Thank him for getting you through this and seeing you out the other side. Begin to believe God to see you through it and that his will be done. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you that in your word, you said that we can come to the throne boldly, that we don't have to come by any other means, that we can walk into your presence and we can lay down <clears throat> those things that are bothering us and that we are facing. And Lord, there are those that are listening today that are sick in their body, who have um, headaches, constant headaches or constant nausea, um, balance issues, cancer, heart problems, diabetes, paralysis, 
all kinds of things, eye problems, back problems, feet problems, Lord, whatever it is, I ask that you would be their healer today and that they will see your hand in their bodies and their lives this morning. Lord, those that are being bombarded in their mind, whether it's depression, oppression, whether it's suicidal thoughts, whether it's things that the doctor has told them that it's just crushed their spirit, things that they heard from a family member that may have just crushed them and caused them to just fall apart, Lord. I ask that you would put them back together, that you would bring peace to their mind, that you would calm them. Lord, I pray for my friend whose son is going through a, a tremendous struggle right now with his wife who is sick and ill in, his, in her body and looks like she may go at any time. Lord, I ask that you would be in his life right now, that you would be his comforter, that he will find you in this situation, that he will hear your word and that you will be the one to see him through every step of the way, Father God. We ask right now, Lord God, that you would show that your blood covers all of our anxieties, all of our, our issues, all of our problems that we are facing, all of our struggles, all the things that is blocking our path. Lord, you shed your blood for each and every one. Lord, I pray for those that are going through financial struggles and, and, and really having a hard time meeting the needs and the bills. Lord, I ask that you would bring peace in that situation and you would show them ways to bring funds into their home or in, into their business or into their ministries, whatever it is, Lord, that you would plant people there to take care of the needs, to, to provide, Lord. We know right now gas is astronomical. Groceries are going up. Everybody's staying close to home because it's too expensive to do anything. Lord, I ask that for your people, Lord, that continue to give to the church, Lord, that you will begin to prosper them in ways that it just astounds anybody that's looking in and watching. Lord, we know that you take care of your people in times of famine. Lord, we ask that you would do that now. Make the church a witness. Let the world see the church prosper as the world continues to dwindle. And Lord, we thank you for that. We know that you are more than able to provide, provide for each and everything, the medical bills, all of it, Lord. We know that you're able to take care of it all. Lord, we worship you, we praise you, and we thank you, and we call it done in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about BJ Ministries, you can go to www.bjministries.com. We look forward to being with you again next week.